Okay. Good evening, everyone. Broadcasting live. February 13th. Okay, so I'm going to post this hangout. Actually, that's not, we'll post it later. But um, joining the hangout, the idea was for people who, um, if you have questions, If you have a question, you can join the Hangout and ask it. I got um, someone sent me a note saying, complaining about uh, somehow being dismissive of uh, Larry, I think, last night. So I apologize if that was the case, but um, probably was in some way the case because I was kind of hoping to uh, encourage not uh, not like a panel like we had set up in the past, but just people asking questions. So if you don't have a question, um, the idea is come on the come on the hang up for a question. If you don't have a question, just listen at home. I have that. It's not uh, doesn't have to be authoritarian or anything, but um, I think it's better to just keep that for questions. And I apologize if it seems um, somewhat cold or harsh or or whatever. What's the thing when you teach, when you put yourself out there, you, get, uh, you open yourself up for criticism. It's a reason why a lot of people, I think, are afraid of teaching, are afraid of putting themselves out there. You need a thick skin. Because you'll get good, good feedback, positive feedback, but you'll get negative feedback. And you'll make mistakes, and people will call you out on them. If you hide away in your room, you don't have to face the criticism. So tonight we have a quote about gold. And gold is of two kinds, unrefined and refi refined. So we come into the meditation unrefined, like unrefined gold, with all sorts of defilements. It has iron, copper, tin, lead, and silver. These are five other types of metal that are mixed in with gold. 
and keep it from being pure, pliant, keep it from being workable. Can't do much with ordinary gold ore. You need to purify it. In the same way, <clears throat> the mind is defiled by five impurities. And these are the five hindrances. When I first started meditating, there was this, uh, there was this British ex-meditator or meditator who had some years before that uh, made a cartoon of the five hindrances. And so when I first got there, they were handing out these pages with the cartoons of the five hindrances and cartoons of the five faculties. Five mental faculties being confidence, effort, mindfulness, concentration, and wisdom. And uh, they were quite useful cartoons. Quite useful to have those and have a, a visual reminder of them. I don't know if they still give them out or if they still even have them. When I was working there, we used to photocopy them. The five hindrances are the, uh, the first set of dhammas that we have to look at in the meditation practice. So this is under that catch-all category of dhammas, which uh, never had a successful uh, explanation of, of how to translate Dhamma in that context. It seems like it means more than one thing. Something that you couldn't really translate, you just have to understand it as a category of things. But the first category is the hindrances, which makes it seem like the, the like a real meditation teaching. The Dhammas in, in the Satipatthana Sutta refer to those things that you have to understand or you have to know about or that you uh, encounter on your, your progress, on your path. So as you're mindful of reality, the objective reality, so this is um, the body and the mind, ordinary reality that's not caught up in in goodness or evil or so on, not ethically charged, you're going to react. You know, you're going to, when you experience through the senses, you're going to react, see things, hear things. When you think things, you're going to react to your thoughts. When you experience physical sensations of pleasure and pain, you're going to react. And this is the five hindrances. So as you're practicing, the five hindrances will come up uh, mainly as reaction, in reaction to experiences. They're hindrances because they get in the way of your, your progress. You like certain things, dislike certain things. I mean, I've gotten used to using simplified versions of these. The five hindrances, the, the, the technical names of them are kama chanda, meaning sense desire. So he's got them here. Sense desire, ill will, 
then you have sloth and torpor. Sloth and torpor are two words that we just don't use anymore, so it's a shame that we're still using sloth and torpor. Laziness, it's because there's two words. Basically laziness, inertia, and the muddled unwieldiness of the mind. And then restlessness and worry, that's a good definition. Restlessness and worry are put together, but they're actually two different things. Restlessness is when the mind is not focused, when you're thinking lots of different things. And worry is a little bit different. Worry is a, a sort of a fear or anxiety. Uh, concern about, I mean, the, the technical descriptions are concern about things that you've done in the past, bad deeds that you've done, worried about consequences, that kind of thing. And Tina, and no, Michikicha, which means doubt. The five hindrances are one of the first things that we teach meditators. They're always going to be important. They're what you focus on, or they're a big part of your focus. And they always have to be in your mind from beginning to end of the course. If you don't understand the five hindrances, if you don't get them, they'll destroy you in the practice. As it gets harder, as it gets more intensive in a meditation course, not, not practicing in daily life, but of course they, they come into play there. But during a meditation course, they really make or break your practice. As soon as you let them get to you and you forget to be mindful of them, or if you don't work hard to learn how to be mindful of them and how to overcome them, if you don't become comfortable dealing with them, then they'll start to we uh, what they call uh, weasel their way in there into your mind, and uh, they'll they'll start eating away at your confidence, eating away at your resolve, eating away at your effort. And they'll drag you down and they'll make you, uh, they'll make you discouraged. And they can, they can cause you to fail. Which should be really encouraging because that's all that is going to make you fail. It, we say that it gets tough or it is difficult to meditate or there are times where you feel like you can't meditate or you're just overwhelmed and you don't know what to do. But but this it's not the situation that makes it impossible. There's no situation in the, in the Course that makes it impossible to meditate. It's only your own mind, your own emotions, your own reactions to things. And so it's actually quite easy to figure out uh, the solution to the problems that come up, not only actually in meditation, but in our lives. It's quite encouraging for figuring out how to succeed in life. Not easy, but at least you have a clear picture of where, what you need to do. And that's to just deal with the five hindrances. They're really the only thing standing between us and success in anything because they destroy the minds they destroy the faculties of the mind so they destroy your confidence they destroy your effort they destroy your, your mindfulness your concentration and your wisdom 
they distract you from these things they keep you from developing them they keep you from they keep them from these faculties from growing strong from working together uh, to free the mind So for that reason, these are very important dhammas. Uh, meditation, in, in our tradition, we simplify them, liking, disliking, drowsiness, distraction, doubt. I'm the one who came up with those words. I don't know that anyone else is using those. Why I use them is because it's liking and then four Ds. Liking, disliking, drowsiness, distraction, doubt. It's easy to say, it's easy to remember. But it's very similar to how Ajahn Tong, my teacher, teaches them in Thai. He gives them very simple words. Even if you don't know what those mean, you can hear that they're very easy to, to say. My means no, no. Chop means like. It's just tired or drowsy. Fool. Fung means Fung San. Fung San is distracted or or flustered. Uh, and Song Sai is doubt. We need these simple words because we have to, we're, we're on the front lines. We need to be able to use these as weapon. Or we need to have a weapon to combat these. So it's like knowing your enemy. You have to know that the a way of, of getting to them if you have these words like sensual desire ill will and so on sloth and laziness that doesn't really work practically speaking it's important that we memorize these when when uh, when people come to practice in chantong ajantong will will remind them of the starts with the four foundations of mindfulness you have to memorize the four satipatthana kaya vedana jitta dhamma and then under dhamma you have to memorize the five hindrances chop my chop and he'll have you repeat after him chop chop my chop my chop and then you have to say it yourself they're, they're that important they're um, as you can see, the Buddha says, when you give up these five defilements, five debasements, these five uh, defilements, uh, one can then direct the mind to the realization by psychic knowledge of whatever can be realized by psychic knowledge. You can see it directly, whatever its range might be. So he's talking about psychic powers, magical powers it's possible to gain these when your mind is free from hindrance but it's also possible the sixth of the uh, of the abhinya of the psychic powers is the uh, the destruction of defilement so the highest psychic power is the power of, of wisdom of overcoming the defilement so that's the dhamma for tonight I'm going to post the link to the Hangout, but it's only really if you want to come on and ask questions. So if you have a question, come on the Hangout. Don't be shy.
this is our new new way of doing things you gotta actually be brave enough to come on and ask your question you also need a mic in that case which i guess is a bit of a uh, thing some people might not have a mic huh so this person has posted this several times I guess I never actually answered it someone's asking about whether they should Learn more from normal how-to videos. If you're 17 years old, don't worry about the children's videos. I mean, adults have liked them. Didn't I answer this already? Adults have uh, found those those videos useful as well, and they're, they're kind of useful because they simplify everything. But I recommend my booklet. If you haven't read the booklet on how to meditate, that's where you should start. Most of those kids' videos are just about non-insight things so no questions no questions and i'm gonna head out All right. Have a good night, everyone. See you all tomorrow.